this week we will be uh, we will talk about transitioning from project management to data science and we have a special guest today Ksenia. Ksenia is currently working as a data science manager at Momox and after four years working as a project manager she turned her career, a career towards data science. She spent four three years researching um, uh, fraud and anomaly detection techniques and she earned a degree in data analytics. Welcome, Ksenia. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, before we start, before we go to our main topic, uh, can you tell us about your career journey? Yeah, sure. Just a couple of words to understand uh, what my background. Uh, so uh, in 2013, I got uh, fundamental education in math. Uh, in Russia, uh, in quite prominent university. And then I got another management degree in 2014. Then I spent four years, as Alexei mentioned, in project management. And I have been working and managing project in e-services, governmental services, uh, traveling, telecom, and other fields. Uh, then I uh, acquired another degree, master's degree in information system management that also Alexei mentioned. And um, uh, in parallel, I'm, I'm, I was doing a research uh, for three years and I will explain uh, about it later on uh, in further details. I think it's important for, for our topic today. And then I'm working as a data scientist since 2019, uh, already for two years. And currently I'm working in uh, Momox and I shifted my focus from fraud detection to marketing. And currently I'm applying data science technique in marketing and it's quite entertaining. And I really like uh, this field so far. And uh, there are a lot of optimization challenges, a lot of things to, to predict and improve. And it's, it's really nice place and position to work. Yeah, thanks. So uh, I'm curious, uh, so data science is such a field that attracts many people from quite different backgrounds. Um, for example, I am a software engineer, many data uh, people who are working uh, in data analytics uh, also go into data science. And then sometimes project managers uh, like yourself um, uh, get interested in this field. So I'm curious, how did it happen for, for you? What, uh, what motivated you to, to, to start going to, like when you realized that machine learning is such an interesting field, how did it happen? Yeah, this uh, question that I have heard so many times, and probably I will rephrase it. Uh, basically, before going to machine learning, I realized that data analysis basically is super interesting for me because when I have been working in uh, project management, I uh, worked close to development and my work was associated with decision making. And uh, I was curious every time when I make some decision, uh, is it right or not? And uh, why should I decide it? And how should how can I decide it? I don't know, right? And at those time, the such concept as uh, know your customers uh, principle in marketing and also customer centric um, uh, way of thinking has been developed and uh, integrated in businesses. And uh, people start to learn what actually customers want. And it's of course associated with a lot of data that uh, companies has uh, towards their products and you can analyze it. 
And it would be uh, like uh, not smart to not use this data. And at those time I realized that I want to make a decision uh, which would improve product, but based on the customer's uh, preferences, because it's not me who decide what direction of product should go, but it's customer who actually drive this business and who consumes this product. And I think it's super important to analyze data and to understand the sense out of this uh, and what your customer wants. Uh, that's how I get into the data analysis and that's why I became interested in this field. Mm -hmm. yeah. So basically um, you worked as a project manager and you needed to make a lot of decisions and then usually to make these decisions you would rely on data and you realized okay uh, analyzing data is such an interesting thing and you first got into data analytics more uh, yeah. for for supporting your decisions for supporting this decision making process mm -hmm. right and then uh, like after that uh, uh, like uh, this transition from data analytics to more uh, machine learning and data science uh, yeah i would say this is the next step when you really analyze data and you feel comfortable with this when you learn some packages to analyze data to visualize data to deliver your findings and also interpret it on the business level then you uh, start interested in uh, becoming interested in, okay, what next? Uh, okay, I derive this knowledge, but what my customer will do next? And I personally uh, think, and it's not my uh, view, but it's like data analysis is more focused on historical data and derives a sense of what your customers did or how your business went so far. And data science is forecasting uh, the future so you try to predict what's going on and uh, i think that you probably can't go to data science without transitioning this path through data analytics and data analysis is the main part of not main but part uh, definitely of any data science project because you have to analyze your data just to uh, build your hypothesis on top of what you observed yeah and uh... So you, you already so we had a question. What is the difference between data analytics and data science? And I think you just you just covered that. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't think there is much to add to that, right? Uh, uh, mm -hmm. And um, if somebody decides to uh, study data science, um, mm -hmm. how do they um, like for you? How did it happen? So you, you realized okay, there is a lot of potential in data. Right? So I need to analyze this data. I need to understand what's going on. How did you decide which uh, things to study to, to be able to do this? Yeah, this, uh, I, I tried, uh, firstly, I tried to search through the internet by myself and just uh, find some courses on Udacy, uh, on Udemy and uh, Coursera and so on. Uh, but soon, uh, if you do the same, you will figure out that the uh, amount of knowledge is immense and you kind of lost where to start. And uh, I felt the same uh, at my time when I start to approach this topic. And, uh, but my benefit was that I already uh, got familiar with math, statistics, probability theory, and every these fundamental things for, that you need for data science. But anyway, I uh, think that you have to come uh, out of your background uh, because if you try to transit, uh, 
if you try to shift your career from backend developer uh, development, probably you are already experienced in coding, you know, engineering uh, stuff and so on. So probably you wanted to learn some packages for data analysis and also improve your statistical knowledge, something like this. And if you come from uh, data analysis, it's another pool uh, information that you have to pick up before. So you have to understand your strengths, then realize what uh, what is lacking for you in your skill set, and then add it up to your profile. Um, for me, it was like I really found of fundamental things, and I already got two degrees, and I decided, okay, why not get the third one? <laughs> that's what. That's why I choose my path. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you mentioned, I think, uh, if I understood correctly, so you mentioned that for you, you already had this mathematical background, you already knew statistics. Yeah. Uh, is it something you needed to use uh, as a project manager or this is something that was uh, you you learned uh, during your studies? Yeah, I was, I was just lucky that I got uh, math as my first degree. And uh, uh, it was, I would not say that at 17 years old, I, I definitely knew what I wanted to do for my life and knew what to learn and so on. Uh, my math degree was uh, chosen and I learned it. Uh, I probably did not use it so extensively in my project management career so far, but I'm really grateful that I had in, in my background because it it helped me a lot when I got into this uh, data analytics degree uh, and it was super useful. I, I knew all of the stuff and the main thing was just to remember it from, 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 from bottom of my head and yeah. Okay, so you studied mathematics during your bachelor, then uh, yeah. you uh, worked as a project management manager, right? And then you got into data analytics and then you started to learn all these things and uh, you realized, okay, this stuff that I learned at university was actually very useful, right? And yeah, but it, 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 wasn't, it, it wasn't like this purely because the casualty like, okay, I know math and I, it's, it's like my strengths and uh, how I can improve my profile based on this. So I don't want to just waste um, what I already have. So, and data analysis and machine learning was based on what I already have. Basically, I want to extend my knowledge so it, it wasn't like spontaneous decision. Of course, I realized that I, I will need math for this. And oh, okay, I know it already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you, but I guess math is not the only thing you needed, right? Uh, for that. Definitely. So, uh, in addition to mathematics, you also needed to, what kind of, uh, what are the other things you needed to pick? Yeah, you, you definitely need engineering skills and uh, ability to code. Uh, I think it's, it's super important and uh, we will cover this later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, uh, you need to analyze data because uh, mathematics is just a uh, theory but when you when it comes to practice you really have to get this feeling of how why you need it and how you can apply it and it's also uh, skills that you have to acquire and train and uh, uh, um, another thing that I also find quite important is domain expertise so when you work as a data science scientist you are not working in space yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. You're working on a specific field and you also have to study it. And it would be also nice if you know business KPIs, if you know what you want to achieve in business terms and so on. So this is what definitely has to be learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Yes. So you you try to learn this. Uh, you also mentioned you try to pick up the skills uh, uh, online by trying to do courses on Udemy, Udemy, Udacity, but it was just too too much information, too many courses. To, it was too difficult to choose what to to learn, and you decided to go uh, to get a master's for this reason. Right. Yeah, yeah, because I think that these people, they're professional in education, right? So they definitely should know how to teach people. And uh, I think that uh, the main reasons that I can summarize uh, why it's worth to go to master uh, degree, it's, uh, first of all, it's deep enough. Uh, you probably can, uh, from, from university, you can the deepest knowledge as you can find or in books by yourself, but it would be difficult, more difficult, I would say, than just a go to lecture and to get these buzzwords, get this feeling and uh, understand uh, the concept and so on from people that you can ask. And this is super cool. So deep enough, uh, well-structured, uh, because people who construct this uh, study plan for you, they thought before uh, what should be covered in what order. And when you start to um, to trace some websites and internet, you probably can be lost in understanding what you should study before and next to not be lost in this information. So it should be sequential. Your learning plan should be sequential and university should know how to do this. Uh, then definitely you have to experience the increasing level of complexity. Because if you just uh, straight away dive into uh, neural networks and deep learning, uh, you probably can feel overwhelmed uh, or even demotivated to, to proceed because it's quite difficult to start with. And this is another benefit of going to university because they structure it for, for you in this increasing pace. Um, then uh, feedback that I already mentioned. So you have some, ex you have to do some exercises. You can ask for feedback and so on. And another thing that uh, I find uh, really cool here in Germany during my study, I got a position in research laboratory, and I spent three years uh, during my study as a researcher. And I was lucky that I studied something in in lecture and course, and I immediately applied into, uh, to the practice. And it was so beneficial because if you learn something and you don't apply it straight away, it's probably it will be fade out uh, uh, out of your head and it's a pity you have to learn it again and again in the future uh, so this this why i choose degree mm -hmm. okay and uh, what things did you study so i understood the benefits uh, it's very hard to argue with these benefits but i'm wondering what concrete things you you studied um, mm -hmm. at university uh, perhaps like the most useful things in your opinion yeah. what uh, yeah. do, like, uh, subjects or courses um, because I, I knew that i want to go uh, towards data science career and uh, in universities there are a lot of freedom to choose mm -hmm. and i uh, have chosen uh, the most <laughs> the hardest courses uh, i would say because um, yeah, I was really interested in it. I choose two machine learning classes, uh, like um, supervised and unsupervised, then two artificial intelligence classes. They're quite different, but they speak about the same pro problems, but from different angles. Uh, then multivariate analysis, uh, statistics, uh, time series analysis, uh, graph theory, networks uh, analysis, and all this mathematical stuff. Um, 
I felt that I, I uh, knew math and probably I can uh, tackle these courses and yeah. So, mm -hmm. okay, so it was quite uh, uh, focused on data science, right? So because yeah. you could uh, select the courses you wanted. Uh, so you you knew what you wanted to study and you uh, picked up courses that uh, you thought that will be super useful for your career, like uh, machine learning, artificial intelligence, statistics, and... Uh, yeah, because in my from my previous experience as a project manager, I observe the problems. I, I, I know what business needs, or at least have an impression that I know it. And I try to base my choice of courses based on what I observed in the business. So it's, it's also another benefit to go to master program after having some experience, because you kind of understand what you will be resolving uh, later on the, in the work and why you have to choose this or that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I can already see how your uh, background as project man manager was useful. Yeah, <laughs> it feels exactly. like it was very carefully planned, uh, like uh, the, the, the way you approached uh, your studies. Uh, uh, like you, you knew what you wanted to, to do and you just went for this. So that's yeah. uh, that's uh, that's really cool, um, and um, yeah, I, I know we already talked about uh, online courses, um, and you perhaps had the chance to compare these online courses and mm -hmm. uh, um, the courses uh, you took at university. What is your opinion, like how they are uh, different, and what worked uh, better for you? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, probably here I can even give advices to people who are interested and probably choose between uh, having nano degree online uh, and going to university. Um, I have some experience in it. Uh, basically, useful courses. Uh, it's um, uh, it depends on your purpose, yeah, uh, always. And if you want to pick up uh, some knowledge about some specific uh, package to analyze or visualize data, it's enough to just go to Code Academy and just pick the first uh, uh, course that explain you the semantic and uh, to, to give some example and you just learn it immediately for one or two evenings. It's another story. But if you really want to understand the deep um, nature of, of data science concept and so on, um, I, I can recommend you some nice uh, courses, online courses that helped me. I didn't do it during my university because uh, during the study, I uh, took a lot of classes and also I, I worked uh, as a researcher and I had en enough practice and knowledge, and knowledge to consume and people to ask. It was a full learning process. But after, when I graduated, I realized that Okay, sometimes when you do some one thing, you might forget something else and you have to refresh your knowledge. And what I prefer, I am doing some classes on machine learning every year uh, just to refresh knowledge about everything uh, because usually at work you don't use everything that you learned, but it's still important to have in mind. And I personally find this fundamental online class, what I could recommend, uh, there is an open data science community and they provide, I know, definitely once per year, uh, um, this online course and designed by Yuri Kashnitsky, a super well-structured course, uh, which gets you a um, deep understanding of the algorithm and also provide a lot of practice. And you uh, can communicate with tutors and also get feedbacks. And um, you also communicate with peers uh, and learn from them. I personally really like it. And uh, guys did 
nice nice course and it's completely for free so okay. i'm googling it right now it's called mlcourse.ai so i will put it yeah, now in the, in the chat yes so i also different. took that course and this is amazing and i also took this course when i was already working uh, as a data scientist and uh, definitely like when it comes to uh, to this uh, uh, understanding of uh, different uh, algorithms i think this is a really great course um, oh, I repeated your experience then, <laughs> just <laughs> unconsciously. <laughs> yeah, okay. so um, we already, I already mentioned that I think your background as a project manager really helped you at least in structuring uh, the way you approached uh, uh, your education, like uh, deciding which courses to take. Uh, I think it was really, uh, it was well thought through, but um, were there any other things uh, from your experience uh, as a project manager that helped you? Like when you were transitioning yeah. from, I think you mentioned also the main experience, right? Uh, is that true? Um, but uh, yeah, but I, I changed the main so, so uh, uh, often. I could not go for myself because I'm not that uh, representative here. Uh, but definitely I summarize some uh, background uh, that you can transfer from project manager to data science. Um, it's not that obvious. Uh, and I really like to, to put some time on this question. Basically, it's some people think that it's quite obvious uh, to transfer from data engineering or from data analytics to data science, okay, because you can code, you can analyze data, process data, and uh, you already know uh, some query, language, query languages and so on. But people, I think, underestimate what benefits um, you can bring to data science coming from project management. And this benefits is in soft skills, definitely. Uh, what I want to mention it, uh, you are experienced in planning uh, projects and any data science project is first of all project. And you have to uh, plan it in advance and you already know how to do this, right? You have to focus on big picture. So not restrict yourself to some details, but you have to plan your roadmap uh, set some milestones and so on and so on. So it's typically a normal project that you have to uh, set up and um, you have to decompose it, you have to schedule it, you have to plan it. And this you already know how to do. It's quite important. And usually it has been done by some lead or manager or so on. Uh, and in data science, being data science manager, it's the best thing that you can do because you, you know both things from two, uh, so both things uh, from, from perspective, uh, from your perspective and you also can define success measures it's quite important and really difficult um, because um, people uh, tend to define it from their point of view and if you're really into business if you really stay close to the business decisions you can identify your success in terms of business revenue margin or what you can imagine and this what boards and managers really like uh, when you work with data scientists, you can speak with them on the same language and they can understand you. You are transparent and it's super important I would, what I observe from my practice. Um, what, what else uh, speaks the same language as it, what I mentioned? <clears throat> and I think that uh, it has been already covered uh, in your 
in in one of your in one of data uh, data talks podcast by Vin Vashishta. He spoke a lot about the importance of business language, mm-hmm. and it was quite nice uh, talk. I remember. Um, yeah, what um, what I also find useful uh, getting uh, borrow from project management experience is be business oriented. Uh, so when you make some analysis, uh, data analysis, you extract and derive some, some sense, some knowledge, you probably find some outliers and you plot some distributions. Okay, it's nice, but what does it mean? Not for you as a uh, data scientist or statistician, what does it mean for business? Where do you lose money? Where, where do you earn it? Why you lose some customer? Why churn rates so high and when? And it, it's really important to put it in the business language and to understand the reason uh, what your distribution shows you in terms of business terms. And um, also understanding the business really help you in problem definition. So you can frame your problem before solving it uh, really uh, clear for everyone. Uh, And it's also entangled with the business understanding. I think that Yelena Samoylova uh, mentioned it in her talk, how your machine learning project will fail. So she spoke a lot about problem definition and how it is might, how it is important. And for this, you definitely should understand how business work. Uh, then uh, you as a project manager uh, already had experience to communicate with uh, stakeholders and to be clear, to deliver the right information in right time, in right order, this everything that's important also in data science because you build model not for building it but to deliver uh, value to the business and to communicate it right. Um, and the last thing probably what not least uh, what I also put in my list um, is be proactive. It's really when you project manager uh, you have to be proactive. You have to uh, initiate many processes, you have to organize people, organize things and plan and so on, so on. And this proactivity is super uh, nice also in data science because it's somehow, from my point of view, fills a gap between technical implementation, engineering and concepts, mathematical concepts to the business. And this really uh, where I feel that um, people could uh, improve themselves to get on business level. Um, and this proactivity uh, and curiosity about business purposes, about uh, business KPIs will definitely help uh, to bring your model on next level and estimate it in business uh, KPIs. And yeah, so this is what project management, uh, my project management experience uh, bring me uh, to the data science. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, thanks for mentioning some of the presentations we had on Data Talks Club. And for those who are listening or watching, they are on our YouTube channel. Uh, right now, I might be busy to, to, to put the links there, but uh, you can just go to our channel after this talk and uh, you will find. So one was uh, a talk by Vin. Uh, Vashishta about monetizing machine learning and the, uh, the other one from uh, Yelena Samuilova f- uh, about how your machine lear- learning project will fail. So these two. And I think the Elena's talk is one of our top most watched uh, talks. So yeah, check it out. And I wanted to ask you also, so you mentioned that um, one of the things that helped you most were like uh, this 
planning skills. So you were able to plan a project because the data science project is a project. And because you, ha you had experience planning projects, you can take this experience and apply it to data science projects. And then, then seeing this big picture. And I'm wondering for those who do not um, have this, um, uh, this background in project management, maybe there is a, a simple course or a book that they can take to, to get this skill, this planning skill. Maybe you have some recommendation for that. Definitely. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a uh, uh, fortune that it's already developed. I would recommend to use uh, the standard of the industry in data mining CRISP-DM framework. It's really uh, convenient for data science projects. And I think this is uh, so far uh, the standard. And I also use it. Uh, it's uh, nice structured and you can uh, structure your project uh, based on the stage in, uh, of the CRISP-DM framework. Um, it's it's really well designed and uh, yeah so I think it's uh, one way to go uh, and it regardless either you come from project management or from from whatever it's uh, nice to use in data science yeah mm -hmm. yeah this is even though it's a bit old uh, methodology I, I don't know it's 20 years old I think it's uh, surprisingly uh, it's surprising that it still applies to projects uh, these days yeah um so like would you say that uh, planning skill was the most uh, useful one to have or i think that um the most useful skill uh to have for in in, in my situation at least is being business oriented mm -hmm. uh, because your business your stakeholders expect from you to deliver value and of course you have to plan uh, it's like uh, without any doubts but if you being transparent if you speak the same language if you orient to business kpis this is what uh, brings you the most success uh, to really deliver value and um, not statistical inferences from from the data but transferring them to the business terms i think this would be the most uh, important thing to for data scientists that mm -hmm. helps okay. um we have a question from um sandala um oh, cool. so um do you think an experienced uh, project manager would be uh would already be a good fit for a junior data analytic analyst role or they still would need to learn some things uh, to pick up some extra skills to be able to work as a data analyst. Uh, that's, um, yeah, I think I mentioned it, but um, yeah, I will elaborate more on my response. Uh, basically, the being a, become a data analyst after project management manager career is it's exactly the way to go because uh, you uh, see a lot of data you have to analyze it and you have to derive some knowledge out of this and what i would recommend you uh, to uh, start with if you already working as a project manager and you are eager to uh, tend your career towards data science uh, just start to analyze data what you already have because you have your data you have your project and i i'm sure that you definitely know how you can improve your decision based on your data so you can start straight away and it will be amazing because you will be motivated in doing this uh, like going after your full day of work uh, to, to to your home and uh, 
pick some knowledge from some courses, it's probably not that motivated because you're already tired and you want to relax and so on. It's overwhelming, I would say. But if you really try to apply your knowledge and your skills in data analysis on your work, uh, it's just a way to go because in, in it's also beneficial for your project management uh, task because you will uh, decide better. You will make better decision based on the data and based on the knowledge that you derived. So try to apply your knowledge already being a project manager and try to get into data analysis as soon as possible. Well, I assume the usual technology stack, the tools that data analysts use uh, is quite different from what uh, a project manager would use. So I, I imagine uh, uh, like for a project uh, manager, uh, the, the tool, the to-go analysis tool would be Excel. Microsoft Excel or something similar like spreadsheet yeah. uh, uh, software. Um, so how would you go from uh, this uh, working with Excel uh, spreadsheets to um, SQL or even uh, Python and Pandas? Yeah, yeah. Probably I would recommend to start with uh, frameworks that already developed for data analysis. And it's actually drag and drop uh, tools, for example, uh, Tableau, uh, for example, TriFactor for data cleaning and data analysis. And it's uh, you don't need to uh, learn any uh, coding uh, language to start with this tool, but you already can analyze it. You already can understand some statistics, some, uh, summary statistics from this. Um, tool, just um, put your data there and try to, to play around with this to plot some distributions and to analyze it. So you don't need actually code uh, at the very, very beginning. Uh, as, as a next step, I would definitely recommend to get some courses on Python, probably just a simple one from Udacity or some, somewhere, and just to get uh, some basic uh, knowledge about um, packages that you can analyze data and visualize it. It's not that uh, difficult at all because Python has really low threshold to get in and it's easy to learn. That's why it's so common uh, in, in community because uh, it's, it's, it's really not that hard. And I definitely recommend you as a next step, uh, try to pick some um, Python knowledge and already apply some Matplot Plotlib uh, charts or something like this, and pandas. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. So, what would be the best way to start actually with coding? Uh, one thing, of course, I, I I think you mentioned just take some course, online course. Uh, I, I don't know, uh, maybe it doesn't really matter which one. Just take one course and try to go through this, uh, or maybe you have some recommendations. But uh, the, so, what I want to ask is, uh, okay, somebody did this course. Um, so what's next? Like, how do can they apply this to actually solving the problem? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, for me, it was uh, like I started to analyze data with uh, through, with Python in, in university, and I had some class on this. Uh, but it was mostly recommendation and buzzwords like uh, Jupyter notebook. And you figure out by yourself what's going on. So mm -hmm. it's it's not like somebody teach me also. And now what? My way uh, to, to how I would recommend people to really understand where to go in data analysis, for example, join communities. It's super important. That's what I learned. And I regret that I didn't do it early. Um, data talks community, uh, open data science community, and uh, all this 
it's a lot and this is a trend like we have observed last week um community is really powerful and don't be shy because in this community there are a lot of people on different levels and you can ask uh, whatever you have in mind and people quite open and willing to help uh, start to learn from the people and start to be curious about things um yeah so that's what i would recommend and you will definitely uh, figure out uh, how people analyze data uh, another advice that i just uh, remember that uh, start to um, open account on kaggle so that's what also helped me a lot uh, and observe uh, and study from from others because in kaggle you will find a lot of open notebooks and uh, uh, you can understand how people uh, basically analyze data and just start to repeat it. So fake it until you make it, right? So start to repeat the best techniques, the best practices, what you observed. Um, try to pick, of course, the advanced, uh, I mean, uh, um, people who really achieved a lot of Kaggle because they probably will code some professional uh, functions and so on. And yeah, just try to observe what other people do. If you start to uh, learn, it's important. Mm -hmm. So you, you don't need to compete on Kaggle to actually learn from this, right? You can just go to take a look at these notebooks, kernels, and try to reproduce what others are doing there. Uh, and that's already a very good start, right? Yeah, from, from the very beginning, probably um, you cannot compete if you don't want, but I did, uh, and it was quite fun because it was a group, as I mentioned, in Open Data Science Communities this course. Uh, they actually, um, one or two uh, homeworks was to, to compete on this uh, Kaggle competition. And it was fun because it was a group of people who tried to solve the same problem, and there, uh, in the very end, we share our notebooks and we learn from each other. And you uh, resolve this problem and your peer resolves this problem and you probably might find his solution uh, interesting or, uh, I don't know, to learn from, from, from others and somebody learn from your, uh, from your solution. I think it's, it's nice and it's fun. I think it's, it's really important to stay motivated during the learning process. Mm -hmm. And... Uh... Yeah, but when you uh, to Kaggle is fun, and you of course can uh, pick, uh, you can acquire a lot of useful skills there. You can also do this by courses, and then you can do um, a couple of uh, courses about Python, a couple of courses about analytics. But at work, and if you work as a data scientist, uh, you it's not enough, right? So you also need to to have some other skills, like for example. Once you train the model, you need to be able to perhaps put it in a Flask or Docker or uh, package it in Docker and deploy somewhere. Um, and this is, I imagine, for people who did not code as project managers and who uh, were doing things with Excel, this is a pretty uh, big leap to go from that state to, mm -hmm. you know, uh, talking about Docker and uh, Kubernetes and all these things. So, um, yeah, so after doing Kaggle, so let's say, um, uh, yeah, what would be the next step to actually to pick up these skills as well? Yeah, it's a super nice question because it also was a question to me. So how to, to jump from, from this analytical skills to machine learning and then machine learning in production. Yeah, so it's a different story. Uh, and what I, how I um, uh, overcome this, uh, I get 
I get to work. <laughs> and basically I learned it on work, uh, at mm -hmm. work because uh, this where you see this enterprise environment, where you see how people work and uh, you also collaborate uh, and also collaborative development is quite uh, different from what you write in notebook, right? So you have to uh, understand how Git work, you have to use it, you have to merge um, and uh, some branches and so on. So it's it's different pro, um, process. And you also should understand how to deploy your code and test and uh, what tests exist and so on. So all these practices of development should be also picked up. And for this, I would already recommend some advanced um, uh, books, uh, for example, Clean Code. Uh, it's really nice and important to read if you want to uh, improve your coding skills. And uh, uh, this, already advanced uh, skills, I would say, you can improve and learn at work uh, and just to, to observe how people do this. And in the parallel, you can also read books uh, about this. Uh, you're right, uh, it is quite uh, quite big leap um, and yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically what you're saying is it's enough uh, to, to get hired as a data scientist it's enough to uh, know well uh, the theory, do a bit of Kaggle, know some basic of, uh, basics of programming, know how to visualize data, to do some uh, data analysis, um, all these things. So this is sufficient to, uh, to get hired as a data scientist, but then on the job, you learn all these production skills. So you learn about Docker, you learn about um, uh, other things, all right? Uh, two more things. Uh, um, what I uh, planned for myself to acquire a job easily after graduating from university. Basically, I got into research and I spent three years on specific domain. And it was super beneficial because when you become professional in some specific domain, you know things uh, and you can bring this knowledge uh, to some company. And what I learned and my thesis was about fraud detection, I really studied this topic for three years and I coded a lot uh, on this topic and I produced um, some, some projects on it, different, uh, different ones. And it was super beneficial for me to get hired because uh, my next work after university, after research uh, position, I got hired as a uh, fraud detection data scientist. And the theory that I could bring to the company uh, was super beneficial. So I would recommend if you really want to study at university, get involved in some projects, research project, or get position in some laboratory because it really helps you to practice, uh, first of all. And the second, try to be T-shape. Uh, I think it's it's old concept, but it's still valid, I would say. So you have to know or had impression uh, about anything like math, statistics, uh, engineering, analytics, and so on and so on. But choose uh, your strengths, choose your domain, choose your topic where you can say that I, uh, I know things, I know how to do this. And this will definitely help because uh, yeah, you can then um, put, your, put, put it in, in your career and use this benefit that you learned. Yeah, that's, uh, that's indeed uh, something that many people overlook. And for me personally, it was also the case, like having this experience in a specific domain. Uh, for you, how did you did it happen then you that you choose uh, this uh, particular domain of fraud detection was it 
just by coincidence or you were actively uh, looking to get uh, involved into this field? Yeah, probably for me, it was an accident, uh, but I would recommend that uh, any topic or domain that you choose should, should, uh, you should be passionate about this because otherwise you lost motivation pretty soon. In my case, it was that um, when I got a position in university and I got uh, enrolled, um, during the first semester in university, I was so active and I wanted to study. So one professor um, noticed me and invited to work to Deutsche Telekom in his laboratory because he saw that I could uh, deliver and I could help him and uh, to, to, to get some, uh, some result on his research. And for me, it was surprising because I, I didn't uh, search for, for any work um, at those time. So for me, it was pure coincidence. And I, I just answered that, okay, of course, let's go because I, I really I really want to, to get this practical knowledge. And if you can also provide me some feedback on my work, it, was, it would be so, so cool collaboration. And that's how I get involved into the research. Uh, I didn't, honestly, I didn't plan it, um, but now I can say, I can tell definitely that it was to do this. If you can uh, get involved into the projects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what you did was you were active during classes uh, and then uh, people noticed uh, you, the professor noticed you and uh, uh, invited you to the lab and then yeah. after graduating uh, you already had some experience, domain experience in fraud detection and I guess uh, the position you were looking for was also in this area in uh, fraud detection. True, right? true. Yeah. Okay. And uh, was it very helpful for you uh, to have this experience already in this domain? I guess your conversation on interviews. Uh, yeah, uh, this was purely about fraud detection and what techniques I have been using so far. So, and uh, what was helped a lot because um, that my thesis was on really advanced topics. So, in my thesis, I um, modified node to vec a technique uh, that has been developed in 2016 for analyzing networks, and I apply this technique to uh, define uh, or analyze money laundering and fraud and anomalies in loan networks. Works. And basically, I was working on the identifying fraud in monetary transactions. And it's super uh, hot and useful uh, topic, uh, I would say. And then I, I applied to the companies that also work in with money laundering, with, uh, with fraud and so on. So it was a match. Right. So it was a very focused approach. So you had this domain expertise and then you focused specifically on companies that were doing this uh, sort yeah. of thing. And I, I guess it worked out, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, out of, I, I don't know if you remember the statistics. Uh, uh, do you remember how many applications did you send and how many uh, interviews you got? Oh, it was a lot. Uh, after university, I sent uh, around uh, 50, uh, five zero applications. And I got actually three offers uh, mm -hmm. and I choose from... Yeah, it was, uh, it is tough. Uh, so when you try to get the first uh, data science position, uh, just remember about it, don't be uh, desperate or so on. It's, it's hard every time for everyone. <laughs> so mm -hmm. don't be disappointed with this. But it also uh, means that there were 50 companies. Uh, I don't know what was your um, uh, search area. Uh, like, was it just Berlin or Germany or Europe? But 50 is quite a few, right? 
Um, yeah, and you know, I was uh, quite ambitious. I also applied in big four companies and some and Google because my my thesis based on the uh, techniques that they extensively use, uh, like Node to Vector those time it was super super uh, there. And I applied in Zurich, uh, but it's like uh, yeah, so <laughs> it was uh, nice to do. I would say, of course, I didn't uh, hope for anything, but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And big four is like this uh, big uh, consultancy yeah, companies like exactly. BBC, Deloitte. BCG, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, so we have a question. Uh, it's um, uh, Did you feel any discrimination as a woman when uh, interviewing? Or mm, I would say no. Um, not at all. So uh, I think that uh, every time when I got interviewed, I think that people asked me uh, professional questions on my topic. And uh, I would say that I don't feel any discrimination uh, at, at my processes, at least. Mm -hmm. Was it uh, mostly in Germany or uh, you, yeah. also, you said applied to, to, to Zurich? Right. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't get in, into uh, <laughs> interview process uh, in Zurich, but yes, uh, any um, interview processes that I got so far, I got in Germany. Um, yeah, it was quite professional, and I say that it's decent mm -hmm. processes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you think you saw any uh, difference between the, the applications? Uh, that you covered in, in courses, in classes, and applications, real applications in the industry? Uh, that's a question from Pamela. Yeah, it's, it's totally corresponds. Uh, but uh, what I want to, to, to uh, emphasize here, I already applied these techniques to practice during mm -hmm. my research. And this was extremely beneficial because when you just learn these techniques uh, and uh, uh, machine learning approaches and you don't apply it okay you don't really understand how it works on the hood but if you apply it immediately you understand it you remember it and you can repeat it and uh, so uh, then uh, when i um, uh, go to work after university i already knew more or less what i'm going to do because i already did it uh, yes it's definitely important it's definitely useful and what i have learned at university is mm -hmm. applicable so the it was quite an uh, so there was not no big gap between uh, theory and practice. Sorry. I would say no, uh, but it also depends on the courses that you choose, uh -huh. right? So I try to choose this uh, practical, uh, deep courses, uh, which I know uh, will be uh, definitely useful. Another tip, uh, actually, I remember that I want to share with you if you will find um, uh, work, uh, search for work as a data scientist or so. And you just at the very beginning of your, um, of your uh, career changing, uh, open and analyze the job description, data science job description uh, that that you can find in the internet. Because in this way, you will at least get familiar with techniques, with what um, your employer expects from you. And this is super important to know in advance 
what to learn because you can learn something for example matlab it's 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 useful you can do a lot of stuff with matlab but not many uh, employers i would say require it and to be prepared from the very beginning to not learn uh, stuff that you don't need or not applicable in the end so try to research on on the job market uh, and from the very beginning to understand why you do this and what you actually uh, have to do mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great tip. Um, yeah, I don't know if we have enough uh, time for this question, but I really wanted to ask you about, uh, let's say somebody wants to go into data science now, but they don't uh, uh, they don't have enough time, or maybe they don't have enough freedom to let's say quit their job and do a master's and spend two three years doing that. Um, do you? Uh, Uh, have any recommendations for them? How should they uh, structure their learning plan uh, to be able to still make the transition while while working? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I think I can. I can uh, give some some tips or, or some recommendations. First of all, start to be interested in data analysis and start to apply this on your work already. This would be like a first step of uh, getting involved in some data analysis. Then when you uh, feel that you can do something and you can derive some knowledge and you can use it for for your decision-making process, um, if you don't have uh, time or opportunity to get to university, uh, what I would recommend probably to get involved in some structure courses on data on data science for example uh, this I, I didn't do it by myself but I know some people who did it uh, Nana degree from uh, Udacity I think or Udemy I don't remember but Udacity. there is Udacity so this Nana degree that lasts six months um, one friend of mine uh, she did it and she uh, she got some good impression from these courses and she learned a lot um, they they provide some solid uh, program and uh, the main thing is that they structure it so you will not you will not lost uh, during the learning process and six months I would say it's not enough to to really uh, to, to really be a good data scientist or so but at least you can uh, you can follow this path and then when you graduate from this uh, you can uh, get involved in the open data science courses sml course that we mentioned before it would be a next step and what i mentioned before you have to uh, increase the level of complexity uh, steadily so don't try try to jump in the most uh, deep topic and because it is it will not going to help you but try to go with small steps and uh, to really uh, get focused. Uh, that's probably how you can approach this path without university degree. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, remember which courses your friend uh, took? And I don't know if the, the, your friend was uh, a project manager manager or what kind of transition. She's from economics. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, so um, she, she's quite well in statistics. I think it's it exactly track data science uh, track on another degree. I think it's like mm-hmm. yeah, because I imagine that uh, um, I uh, to be honest I don't know much about uh, economics. Uh, what they uh, what kind of tools they use at work or uh, what what they learn, uh, but I imagine they already know how to 
they know math and perhaps they already know uh, yeah. some data analysis analytics uh, uh, at least basics like maybe excel or something mm -hmm. yes 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 so of course she's familiar with statistics with math and uh, yeah so it depends on your background of course mm -hmm. if you if, if you're not familiar with math you have to figure out how to study it because it's mm -hmm. a basis mm -hmm. so you um, like if you don't know math you need to find a way to, to pick it. Uh, do, do you maybe uh, have any recommendation which areas? Because math, when we say math, it's a lot of things, right? Yeah, you can yeah. study math for 100 years and will not That's cover true. it. That's um, true. Any areas in mathematics that you think are particularly useful? Probability theory, for sure. Uh, statistics, um, if, if I can put it, it's like it's not, uh, it's probably separate, but. Uh, for me, it was also graph theories, super important. Uh, what else? Differential uh, equations, that's what I studied. But if you are not familiar with math to study it by yourself from scratch, I find it super challenging. And uh, in this way, um, I would probably go for practical use cases and start to understand it from practice. Because it's, it's better if you do it by yourself, you understand uh, why, what the result, what the input and so on. So at least this kind of understanding, this kind of um, way of thinking, that's what you can develop. Uh, but start with theoretical fundamentals of math and then figure out by yourself how to apply it to the problem. Oh, it's, it could be extremely uh, okay. difficult. Yes, uh, I, I think you mentioned that a couple of times already, uh, like built on your strengths. And if your yeah. strength is uh, uh, in project management, it's uh, I don't know, planning, domain expertise, so use that, right? And try to uh, focus on problems first, and then uh, eventually uh, you will. Uh, uh, well, what for me works is uh, practice, like getting to code uh, as fast as possible, and then trying to code. But I'm also an engineer, and perhaps this is not the best uh, suggestion for project management for project managers, right? But yeah. like using these skills that they have already. Uh, do you, do you know how they can do this? Like, let's say uh, a project manager doesn't know mathematics, they don't know how to code, uh, but they have a lot of domain expertise. So I think then, you, you mentioned uh, like learning at, uh, at work, right? Doing some exactly, then, then it's exactly practical case. So you you if you uh, domain expert and you know, uh, for example, in marketing, you know that user segmentation is a hot topic and you struggle to find the optimal segmentation to run your marketing campaign efficiently and to attract uh, users that you really want and so on, you know the problem and you know what you want to achieve. You know your KPIs at least and you already can uh, Google a bit how people uh, usually solve this problem what's the best practices and so on and just try to go from the problem uh, because it's your strengths try try to use it so mm -hmm. in this way i would recommend to go from from the use case that you have at work mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so also what you did is you really uh, thought uh, carefully about your uh, at least that was my impression like about how you structure your learning and perhaps this is what you can also do as a project manager to really think about like all these uh, bits and pieces and I don't know, find the uh, 
I was taking a course about project management recently and I learned about this critical path expression, mm -hmm. like the concept of critical path. So perhaps it's also important to find this uh, critical path in your learning and, uh, you know, focus on that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to mention that I spent nine years on, uh, on studying in my life. And I think the most important takeaway that I took is learn how to study. So basically, you will be studying all your life and uh, just get used to this. And if you will not find efficient way to structure information, you will be lost. So it's important. Do you have any other tips? Um... Like tips, tips to... Yeah, um, I think I uh, put something in my list. Uh, personal tips and tricks, how to get into data science faster and shorter. Probably you will be interested in it. Um, that's I mentioned some of them, but I just want to summarize. Uh, basically, get involved into the projects, voluntary projects, study project, open source project, doesn't matter. That was, that's what I did. I uh, actually was so active that I was involved in the, um, I volunteered to, to get involved in some research, uh, local research, and uh, did some analysis for, for two years in a row. Uh, and it's officially published in the internet and many people have an interest in it. And it, it helped me to, to progress. And I also got a lot of feedback from, from people around who, was who were interested in this. And uh, it really helpful to, to improve. Um, then uh, another tip, uh, so get involved in the machine learning class course of, from Open Data Science, it's helpful. Um, yeah, so this, this, this is important. Uh, narrow down your scope. Uh, don't try to be a generalist, uh, like data scientist and everything. So try to find your uh, strengths, uh, try to narrow your domain and uh, be, uh, be active there because otherwise you will be lost as I mentioned. Yes, and... Um, uh, when you look, uh, when you're searching for the first job, uh, it's also interesting and would be important to uh, look at the annual service. Uh, um, I mean, service from O'Reilly, uh, from uh, JetBrains uh, and other service that actually explore um, uh, data science uh, field and ask data scientists uh, which tools they use, which problems they resolve, and so on, so on. That's you, you can uh, find this um, service in internet. And I actually also did some service on this and analyze and post it uh, also in internet because it's my time when I started to work as a data scientist. I was so interested. What tools should I learn? What um, positions should I go and so on? And to get uh, some feelings about this, I join some project and I, I get some research and analysis on this topic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and communities. Join communities, it's important. Yes. Uh, Data Talks Club is a good yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> you will not forget it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like speaking of this, uh, uh, surveys. I think uh, also a good one is from Stack Overflow, even though it's yeah. not data science specific, uh, but I, I think they do a great job. True. And the, the Stack Overflow is a very large community. So the like the, the response rate and the, the amount of information uh, that people share there is amazing. So you said uh, one from O'Reilly, another one from JetBrains. JetBrains. Yeah, okay. also. I, I wasn't aware of this, uh, this JetBrains one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I found them last mm -hmm. year and it's comprehensive. And it's also not in data science field, but it's uh, development uh, field, I would say, but it's a lot yeah, of tools. So if you can give me some links, I will put them in the, yeah. in the show notes. Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, so do you have any last words? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, probably. I, I, I want that this talk uh, will be interested uh, to people uh, that really want to change their career and uh, be brave enough, uh, be active. And I, I definitely sure that you will tackle it. And I hope you all the best on your career path. Yes, thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us today and sharing all your experience, all your knowledge. And uh, uh, I know it wasn't easy and uh, like, you know, this career transition. So thanks a lot for coming today and sharing it all with us. Thank you. Thank you for, for inviting me. And thanks everyone for attending and for watching. So I guess with that, we can conclude and I wish everyone um, a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.